And you know what time it is. It is the top of the hour, the top of the hour right here on The Morning Machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. You know what's happening. Good morning and grand rising. A powerful morning to each and every one of you out there in the land, radio land. Yeah, you know how I like to do it. Thank you so much for making The Machine a part of your daily morning routine. And part of that morning routine means power. We always talk about powerful mornings and powerful organizations, nonprofits, the people of the community, the pillars of the community. You know, we, we, we love to interview community activists, leaders who will invoke change. So I have to tell you about this organization right here. This organization is called the New Order Human Rights Organization. I know I'm going to say it. You're going to say it differently in just a minute. <laughs> However, I got to tell you about this organization because it was founded in 1992 Toledo, Ohio by Mr. Gerald Rose sitting right here in the seat in this room. It's an honor to have him this morning because New Order is a nonprofit human rights organization created for the people. You heard what I said. Let me read that again. New Order is a nonprofit human rights organization created for the people that strives to assist individuals, businesses, and other organizations with the nonviolent resolution of human rights violations and bringing hope and reassurance to communities across the nation. And its members work to resolve and eliminate harassment, racial profiling, favoritism in the work environment and the school and justice systems. It was established here in Atlanta, Georgia, this particular movement here on June 24, 2000. And since that time has been working diligently to guide young people towards a more successful and constructive future. And there's so much more that I could say about that. But if that that were the case, I'd be giving the whole interview away. <laughs> so in order to not do that, I want to first say powerful morning and grand rising. And welcome to the morning machine, Mr. Once again, Gerald Rose. Good morning to you. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm blessed. I did a did my uh, monthly speaking engagement last night at the Georgia Works. Uh huh. Where people has transitioned, trying to get back out to the community. Um, people that are still on papers. Um, people um, are still just getting out of prison. So we're an organization being proactive, standing being reactive. We're trying to mm -hmm. get before the problem starts. Absolutely, and that's. That's really what we have to do is be pro more proactive in our strive for change. Correct. That's correct. And we're so reactive to these things mm -hmm. that it's 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 just not even funny anymore. But we're going to get into that part just a little later. Okay. But I want to, as I always go to start with mm -hmm. any guest, it's take it back to the old school. Mm -hmm. Let's take it to Union Square. <laughs> you, you know that song. You right, trust me. Right. You know that song. Right, right. But I want to go back to the beginning mm -hmm. and talk about the level of community that you saw growing up, what the community did for you growing up to where you have become a pillar of your own community and communities abroad now. Well, I was exposed to civil rights as a kid mm -hmm. um, through my father. Um, I seen many calls coming in, death threat calls to the household. Our house and church was put on fire. Mm. My dad was very active in the community. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember when I was a kid when we picked up Rosa Parks when she lived in Detroit before she was in a wheelchair. Right. That she spoke in my dad's church for Black History Month. I remember when Minister Farrakhan came to my church and spoke. My dad was a Baptist minister. It caused a little... Um, um, conspiracy, I mean, it kind of was a little kind of controversy because the minister was not allowed in certain churches. My dad mm -hmm. said, why not? You know, so uh, I was exposed as a kid. Um, I also want to let you know that uh, this time last year, my dad was honored at Morehouse College here in Atlanta mm -hmm. uh, with Andrew Young, awesome. you know, certain civil uh, icon, mm -hmm. icons uh, in the movement. Right. You know, so I told my dad, you know, that I was... Um, 
interested in, in getting the torch passed. Mm-hmm. He said, son, you got to be there for the people first. This is a serious thing. And if you're a scary, nervous person, this is the wrong business. And I decided to take the torch, and I've been mm-hmm. off and running ever since. And with you carrying that torch now mm-hmm. and running, we we just heard that advice that was given. Mm-hmm. Now, how much did that resonate with you to be able to really make the the headway that you are gaining right now with mm-hmm. your organization as we speak? Well, it was not easy. Coming from a small city of Toledo, Ohio, there was a lot of issues. And my dad was mm-hmm. always in the forefront, always. And um, when I moved to Atlanta, didn't nobody know who I was, but I knew that I had the encouragement first that I knew I can do this in this major city, the birthplace of Dr. King. So when I moved down here, I my first um, activism was in Cobb County, which a lot of people are scared of Cobb County. And I was like, why? Yeah, that, that <laughs> seems to be the the common stigma right. around Atlanta when right. is when it comes to certain issues right. like tr- public transportation, mm-hmm. even just down to simple public transportation right, right. and the MARTA clash mm-hmm. and what have you. Gwinnett too, because right. a lot of people are scared of Gwinnett County right. as well, right. and there's a stigma amongst that, but. What have you seen from your viewpoint as it regards to Cobb and places like Gwinnett that mm-hmm. may not be or may be a stigma that it's not as favorable mm-hmm. to our people rather than, you know, what the world knows? Right. Well, I got this T-shirt, you know, when I first moved out here, it said, uh, kind of on being busted. But Whew. on a serious talk about Cobb County, uh, one thing about me, I'm not scared of nobody but the man above. So when I seen three issues came across my TV, mm-hmm. you know, where a teacher called two students the N-word, no one said nothing. A little girl was uh, suspended by a Tweety Bird chain, no one said nothing. But then when former Mayor Dunaway called uh, Mr. Johnson at a city council meeting, be quiet like a tar baby, Mm-hmm. No one said nothing. I'm like, first of all, this is uh, Atlanta, Black Mecca. But then Mr. the late Joseph Larry said, Rose, I respect what you're doing, but Cobb County is a whole different level. I said, what you mean by that? Racism mm-hmm. is really alive in Cobb County. Well, I said, sir, that's why I want to start my landmark. You know, So I can tell you that I have done a lot of things in mm-hmm. Cobb County that got solutions. Let me just keep it real because I'm in this business not just to be seen but to get results. And I got some serious results uh, in Cobb County. Then I said, well, you know what? I can do this down here. I know this is a major city. Everybody's doing the same thing, but I can do this down here. And I was very, I've been very consistent. I had my ups and downs. But now New Order has went from a human rights organization to a national human rights organization. I do a lot of yes, traveling. Absolutely. You know, I had a chance in 2015 go speak on the Sandra Bland case. Yes. Uh, in 2007, uh, I did not support dog fighting, but I did support Michael Vick as a black man first. Absolutely. Because he's a person never constantly stayed in trouble. Now, his brother Marcus, he had some issues. Right, brother. yeah. But Michael Vick, I thought, you know, this is the time that he needed some support. I was writing Michael Vick a letter every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, when he was uh, incarcerated, you know, I had a chance to go on some major networks. I was getting called, you know, I'm supporting a dog fighter and a killer and all this type of stuff. But you know what? Hmm. It was bigger than just fighting dogs. It was a black man that was the number one play athlete at Back. this time. I look yeah, at in it, his yeah, prime too. Yes, in yeah. his prime. So I look at it that way. I didn't look at uh, just um, Michael Vick. I looked at the football player. And also um, even um, I even – this year, I went and traveled to Montgomery, Alabama to just shake the brother hand, the riverfront brawl that took place, Mr. Damian yeah. Pickett. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't just look on Facebook and say, oh, that's messed up. I personally went down there and shook his hand right. and said, we will continue to stand by you. Absolutely. You know, because he's very emotional as we speak right now, what he's going through when the cameras are gone, mm-hmm. you know, and things. So my organization is very active. We get calls throughout the United States now for help. You know, before the pandemic hit, I was gone all the time. And, you know, it's so interesting that you say that because you spoke on Mr. Damien uh, from Montgomery, Alabama. Correct. And you you really, it's something powerful that you said. And what you said was he's still dealing with things off camera mm-hmm. that 
the public eye doesn't necessarily Correct. see in the privacy of his home and the privacy of his family. Correct. And that that's a lot of trauma mm-hmm. to deal with mm-hmm. for especially not just African-Americans, but our people alone as just alone as black men. We already walk out. We already walk out of the house every day with, with a potential target on our back. That's right? right. That's right. Just being black men. That's correct. Right. It's already hard enough. That's correct. And then he had to deal with that. And then what the world, he may not care what the world thinks of him. Mm-hmm. He he may think that he's done the right thing, mm-hmm. but there's still the trauma involved. And you've seen that with the people that you have come to support over the years what are a few things that you have seen uh and well let me re-engineer that question what are a few things that your organization has personally done to start to slowly remove trauma doesn't go anywhere Mm -hmm. you're still going to think about it Mm -hmm. but your organization would make it easier for them to have a level of confidence to get back out there in the world and say, with their head held high and say, hey, look, I'm back. I'm not that same man that I was before. I'm not worried about those injustices, but I am intentional in making this change. Right. And I'm right along in the in the fight, in the, in the walk with you along the journey. Right. So... Talk about the things that your organization has done to kind of slowly get that person to feel a little bit better about the trauma that they have went through, even though it's not going to go away. Well, a lot of people in my organization are, are victims. Yes. Actually, they lost loved ones. Very true. They got killed. Some got killed by the police. Um, our own issues killing each other, which we do have a problem because I always say, how can we fight the enemy? We keep fighting each other. Mm-hmm. But then they turn around and want to give back to the community because they are a victim right that's why they're so dedicated you know and we have this saying not i but we we saying that we all Mm -hmm. in this together so it's kind of hard we do have a spiritual advisor on board that we can provide someone that might need some prayer that lost a loved one you know but i can actually say um that this organization has grown we're serious uh we we all about um making change out here you know and things like that but most of them um are strong now now and some of them are still grieving but at the same time they they not being selfish because they want to help someone else now basically because they they got been tortured or whatever so now they want to go ahead and give back to the community absolutely and then here we are 1992 Mm -hmm. right right toledo right here we are new order national human rights organization is born and this in the middle of a lot of things going on in our world at that time. Right. Like, I, I, from what I understand, Rodney King was 92. If that is, was that, is that um, correct? That, is that, it was either 91, 92. 91, when the whole 92. world see that this brother got, got really beat down. Exactly. Yes. And on coming off of that, here we are now founding the New Order National Human Rights Organization and it's the 501c3 nonprofit mm-hmm. human rights organization for the people with no regard to race, creed, color, or religion. Could you deep dive into that from a deeper standpoint? First of all, we're a human rights organization. We're not correct. just one to one color. Yes, so correct. Obviously, it always is one color that's being effective. True. So I helped. I didn't help different races. Um, there was a young white girl that was found hung in the Cobb County Jail. Wow. I was called upon. And I went in there um, to demand answers and hmm. things like that. I did get some answers. The The family ended up uh, winning a lawsuit against the Cobb County Police right. Department. Mm-hmm. It did not make the news because I understand. I know why, because they always want to keep us divided as a people. They don't want to show the great work when we're helping other people. Mm-hmm. And I do understand the game out here. Yeah. But the real man knows above. He knows what's really going on. Absolutely. So we have to kind of um, make sure we keep him first. And um, it's not just Gerald Rose. It's the whole organization. I have Absolutely. a research department, a marketing department. I have my frontline soldiers. We have attorneys on our board, you know, because I would not be doing this without that we have legal representation. So we have about four attorneys. We have, we could practice, we could provide attorney in every 
state in the United States if they need one through this organization. Absolutely. Um, so we just want to make sure that we continue to be the voice for the voiceless. We're not a perfect organization, but I could tell you, you're seeing history in the making right now. Absolutely. And it's very appropriate that you said that you're Mm -hmm. giving a voice to the voiceless and it's appropriate that you come to this radio station Mm -hmm. because we are the platform that gives a voice to the voiceless. So the divine alignment of it all is where it's at. Right. right, And when we speak on these matters, these matters are serious to Mm -hmm. not just the Atlanta community, but it could be Philadelphia. It could be Chicago. It could be D.C. As a matter of fact, I've been to Philadelphia. I went up there and spoke out racism on the campus of Temple University. Temple University, North Philadelphia. Absolutely. We're not just tied to Atlanta. This is just our headquarters. Gotcha. We move, and once we got our – one thing about New Order, we go off facts, not emotions, because when you go off facts, you win every day. Mm. Every day when you got your facts right Please repeat that for the people That's a powerful quote Please repeat that again for our listeners out there What we do, we move our facts, not emotions Because once you get your facts in order You got them in order No one can can hold you back And my Mm. dad always taught me that said, son, one thing about black people We some emotional people but yeah, when you're emotional Make sure you you come to emotional with some facts Mm. And I I do believe in that Yeah, you know The when emotions come with facts, mm-hmm. it moves Correct. differently. Correct. It hits differently Correct. to the person that's listening, or even if they're not listening, it's something resonates with them that said in that particular conversation. Right. Right. Facts always lead to always solutions. Override. Exactly. Right. There you go. Right. Now I want to go. I'm I'm looking at the entirety of the mission statement. Okay. I want to go through these three and we're going to deep dive through them okay. because what it's doing uh, as far uh, as it pertains to the mission statement is that it's giving us a deep dive into what the new order human national human rights organization does mm-hmm. and the angles that it's, it's taking as it pertains to certain things that are going on in communities everywhere. So, Let's start here. Okay. New Order National Human Rights Organization will also assist with judicial and law enforcement issues. You just spoke on that. Right. And concerns with regard to inhumane and harsher treatment for comparable crimes. Uh, just kind of speak on that briefly. In well, the basically, deep dive. when we say human, human man, you know that we always get in the end of the stick, especially as yeah. black people. Correct. So we make sure that uh, we're there for you, you know, that um, if you feel that your rights being violated, being racially profiled, we don't beg for stuff. We go get it. What I'm saying is that I believe in getting inside these doors and having a sit-down meeting. Um, right. It's like having an open-door policy with these chief of police. There was a big mm-hmm. article, matter of fact, in the AJC about two years ago that my organization is going to be trying to bridge the gap between the minority community and law enforcement because – when I was a kid, we had, you know, the officer might drive down the street or whatever and say, hey, how you doing? Off These days, mm-hmm. people are afraid because of what they're seeing on the news. Mm. You know, so all officers are not bad. You know, I can repeat that. It's just the fact we do have some bad apples that make the good officers make them look bad because they feel they don't come forward because I know there's mm-hmm. a code that they stick with right. that they don't speak upon, but it's just the fact that, you know, I, I really don't march and rally no more because I'm tired of begging. My dad taught me quite well is to get inside these doors and let them know, hey, how are we going to fix this problem? Mm-hmm. And I do have an open-door policy with Cobb County, mm-hmm. um, Clayton County Sheriff. He mm-hmm. knows me quite well, the one that's filling in. Yeah. took over um, for Victor, Victor Hill. Hill. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I stay in Clayton County. Yeah. You know, I had I did something in Gwinnett County. So the, the Metro Atlanta area is very familiar with the organization. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're all about the business and getting solutions. Because again, you have people are frustrated with organizations. They they just want to come when the cameras are rolling. Yeah. You know, so I, I like say, to yeah. solve issues when the cameras is not rolling. Yeah. Sometimes you need the cameras, you know, but my For documentation. Yeah, absolutely. That's correct, you know, because uh Basically, when we come, we come in correctly with facts. Absolutely. You know, I would not get involved. You know, I might hear something, see something. I'm not moving until facts are presented to me and it's factual. Absolutely. You know, and things like that. So, um, so basically, you know, we're, we're just kind of being there for, um, you know, if your rights being violated, 
you know, you could come to us and we can kind of see what's really going on. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. And by the way, for everybody out there in Radio Land who wants to actually uh, look at the information and look and view this mission statement, you can actually do so at N-O-N-H-R-O dot O-R-G. Once mm-hmm. again, N-O-N-H-R-O dot O-R-G. Mm-hmm. So you could definitely look at it with me and you can look at what I'm going through and get more information that we're going to go through in just a minute about New Order National Human Rights Organization. But let me get to the second point here of the mission statement. New Order National Human Rights Organization will assist in demonstrating that, that human and civil rights were violated to provide exposure and eliminate the reoccurrence to others in like matters and achieve justification. You briefly spoke on that just a minute ago, but deep dive into that particular point when of the mission. When I say exposure, sometimes you got to bring the cameras with you to yeah, get. Correct. Um, it's like a what I consider like a threat mm. you know, because I I will make a phone call and want to request to talk to a sheriff or a chief, right. and I will not get be ignored from no one. Yeah, you will you not know? be denied. So I will show up unexpected. I done did it several times, so mm. it's to the point now when I do make a call, the call should be immediately returned. Mm-hmm. You know, because they know my next step because I'm coming with facts now. Yeah. You know, uh, like all these stabbings going on in the Clayton County Jail. We just right. received a call, uh, an email day before yesterday, uh-huh. you know, just to see if we're, we're going off facts. But I know there's ongoing stabbings, especially inside the Clayton County Jail right. and Fulton County Jail. Yeah. I already made one attempt already to, to reach out to the sheriff in Clayton County. Mm-hmm. He has not returned my phone call. But I, I just want to give him a warning that I will not be ignored because you're already under the radar of constantly stabbings inside your jail. Mm. You know, you're being constantly being sued. Um, I know that the council, the councilman out of the United States is um, looking into this jail. So now this is the time we need to sit down again and see what is really going on. Now, we know a jail is not a hotel. It is Facts. for punishment, but Absolutely. inmates got rights. I don't commit what crime you committed. I might disagree with you than did, but inmates still do have rights. Absolutely. You know, and things like that. So that's just a prime example because next thing you know, Fox 5, Channel 246 is at your door. Yeah. And the first thing you're going to say, you didn't give me a chance. I didn't give you a chance. Yeah, it's several just the chances. Fact that this is an emergency because it's going on constantly too much. Yeah, way you too much. Thing. You know, loved ones are, 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 you know, people just in jail on a misdemeanor. You find out a, a loved one is getting a call, said that your 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 son or daughter has been murdered inside the jail. Right. Something is wrong with it. Now, I do understand it happens. Yes, it does. But there are cameras mm-hmm. in there, and sometimes the guards could be in on it. Hello? Yeah. I'm just being yeah, honest. Well, hey, look, look, uh, this, is, this is the station to keep it real right, on. Right. Yeah, just the young hey, man look. that killed Joy Floyd. He got stabbed so many times. Yes, absolutely. You know, Twenty, so I think I 23 wish, to 25. I don't wish karma on people, but I knew something was going to happen eventually. I think we all knew. I, I, I'm surprised that um, the guy that killed Trayvon Martin many years ago is still running. Is still running around here like there's like nothing right and, and still running his mouth. I'm surprised no one got him. Right, exactly, you know, and so. you know, not and 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 just and I keeping don't believe it real. In he, violence, right? He's, he's and let, well, let, let us clarify. He, right, he, you know, he's not advocating for violence mm-hmm. of any sort, but right. it's just the way the world operates. Correct. And when you see something of that caliber and you're affected by it, especially maybe family, relatives of the person that was involved that they cannot get back, right. Trayvon Martin or Philando Castile or Sandra Bland, we, right. could, we could say their names all day. Right. We, we would be over time in this interview if we said all of the names, right. Right. but they can't get their family members back. True. That's correct. They can't get that friend back. That's correct. Yeah, they they can't have them back physically. They have to now say happy heavenly birthday every time their birthday comes around or the trauma comes back to their head on the day that their life was taken Mm -hmm. from them by heinous acts that people have just walked away with freely with no repercussions other than maybe an arrest and a trial. And after that, what happens? And I oh. still remember that day when they say, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. When the dispatcher was telling, um, uh, what's the guy that killed Mr. 
on Tremont Martin. I forgot his name. It's just the fact. I, that's one Zimmerman. case. Yeah, Zimmerman. That one case really angered me because the person on the phone said, "Leave him alone. He's not doing that. You continue to bother him." And I think he got killed because Trayvon. When they got into a little scuffle, he was beating him up, you know. And I think that's when the the gun was was, was triggered off. Mm. You know? But like I said, he was minding his own business because he just had a hoodie on. He looked suspicious. All black people look suspicious when they wear a hoodie. Yeah. I disagree with that. I very highly disagree you know, with that. So, Absolutely. You know, so that's that reason for him to do what he did, but it was unacceptable. And see, and and see, good, good, good way to say that because that transitions to the third point okay. here because we're speaking about human rights. Mm-hmm. So, New Order National Human Rights Organization's support of human rights Correct. will provide a reassurance in the communities. We just spoke about mm-hmm. those communities that there are people who care and will assist them in upholding their rights without violence yet achieving peaceful results michael vick you you stated michael vick he he cried throughout that prison sentence Correct. he cried throughout that Correct. and when he came out he came out a better man and got second chances at life but Correct. that doesn't happen unless organizations such as yours step in and say Enough is enough. We're, we stand with this man. Right. I could tell you, man, I took a lot of slack when I got involved in the Michael Vick case. The local media was eating me up, saying, you know, why do you support a dog killer? But I was looking at a situation. I said, watch when God step in what's going to happen. I had an opportunity to go all the way to Flowery Branch and set with the Atlanta official. Official said, when Mike serve his time, will you accept him back into the community? And they said, yes, behind closed doors. Now, publicly, it was a whole different else, but I see the game. Yeah, was we playing. saw that. Peter came after me, sending me death threats to my P.O. box. I don't give out my personal uh, mailing address to the public. It's to that yeah, point now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was getting that and, and things like that. But you know what? I got on my knees. And I said, you know what? This is something that I believe in. I'm looking at a black man that's crying for help. Mm-hmm. I, and he, overall, he actually Michael literally Vick, did that. Correct. Literally. So what happened was I called a, a um, rally at the Georgia Dome at the time, you know, and say, you're yeah. innocent till you're proven guilty. Okay, I decided to go on Nancy Grace. I went on several, should I say, racist shows and stuff. They was attacking me and saying, but I said, you know what? When Patrick Kearney, you remember him? He used to play for the Falcons? Yeah, yeah, He was a white football player. I said, yeah, what yeah. is more important, fighting dog or alleged rape case on your property? You know, to me, it's, it's raping a female, not dogs. But at the same time as that, when I went on Nancy Grace, she kind of like cut me off and all this, which I do understand because the focus is on Michael Vick. But yeah. I told everybody across this country, I said, when Michael Vick come out, he going to be a changed person. Even Tom Jones with Channel 2 was like, Jer, I think you're stepping in the wrong arena. I said, why not? I said, this is something I need to take on. And, I, and watch, at the end of the day, Michael Vick is going to be a better person. So what happened was, as you can see, when he got out of prison, he signed another $100 million contract. Yes. The Philadelphia Eagles signed him. Yeah. So and we loved him. My dream was coming true. Now, everybody wanted to support what I was doing, but when it was going through the trenches, everybody thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I never might met Michael Vick in person. But when he came in town, when he first got out of prison, he went to Gwinnett County, started signing some autographs. So I was there. Like I said, he never met me in person. I said, Michael Vick, New Order. And he looked. And I said it again. And to him, he said, that sounded like that organization would support me with my back against the wall. So he told the security, mm. said, bring that young brother up to me. So he said, bro, I don't know who you is. He started crying. He said, I don't know who you is, but you was there from day one. And I hope you forgive me. I said, I forgive you. And that's why you're here today turning your life around. And he started shedding tears. Then we went our separate mm. ways, you know. And mm. now he's debt-free. He's back mm. on TV. I even remember when they honored him at the Falcon Stadium. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. Peter was coming after me again. I said, look, he didn't pay his debt to society. He did his time. Yeah, so he what are you what crying about now? He served his What it is is just the fact that racism is still alive because mm. they looked at the color of his skin and he started getting back on his feet, and they didn't like that. They they expect him to fall on his back and continue not to get up. Or, ne- God or said never get thing. up again. Yeah, never get up again. Correct. Oh, goodness. So I, I I believe in getting this stuff might stir some mm. mess up. But as long as you know that you believe 
what you believe in, mm. and you're going by facts, and we go to church for forgiveness, right? Yes, we do. I mean, we sin every day, so this yeah. guy needed some help. So didn't nobody else really say nothing, mm. you know? But Gerald Rose in New Order, we, we planned this March. We had a, two di big rallies down there. And I'm going to tell you how dirty these people are. After I got off the Nancy Grace show, guess who came to my house? Who the? The IRS. I never had tax problems, and I don't have tax problems. They came knocking at my door and said, hey, hey, is Mr. Rose? I said, yes. I said, uh, can I speak to him? I said, yes, sir. Can I help you? He said, um, I need you to submit a 990 form so to show that you're not getting money that you're not reporting, maybe from Michael Vick. I was like, what? What? And I called what my sense dad. Did that yeah, make? but see, it goes with the territory of the business. When you're doing the real work, they will come after you. If you're not doing the real work, ain't nobody paying no attention to you, if you know what I'm saying. So I supported all. I sent all the fine. I never had hmm. tax problems. It's just the fact my dad said you are into an arena that you're being watched because you're making major moves. Absolutely. And you're getting results. Yes. And you helped out a man who was in the NFL, so they want to make sure that you're correct. Yeah. They could, they could check all they want. You know what I'm saying? It's just the fact that um, um, it was it was a journey and, and victim came across, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So I'm in this business to get results because I'm not in here because, you know, we're all going to leave this earth one day. And I at least want to continue this, this legacy with my kids and my grandkids. It's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. And so – that was first of all that was powerful and a, a huge shed light on a lot of things mm -hmm. that media does does not and will not portray to communities that's correct it's, just it's like the what's going on behind the scenes that right. nobody tells that story right. and we appreciate you for bringing that to the forefront mm -hmm. because there's a there's a a way a conversation goes in front of the cameras, right. but when the cameras go off, mm -hmm. hmm, what happens? You see what I mean? Right, Where right. you know it, everything is, and that's why it's so important to document everything on paper. Or you have to get a camera crew present because oh, you're not going to do this to us again. You're not going to say one right. thing behind the scenes and then portray to the media or convey to the media mm -hmm. that communicates with the people to mm -hmm. television, radio, uh, social media, you're not going to convey another thing and make it look like I'm not doing the work. Right. We're putting I, I in wish work. I had tape recorder when I had several uh, conversations with these local politicians throughout Metro Atlanta area, especially when it's wow. election time. Oh yeah. I cannot wow. say certain things, but it's yeah, we'll they know what I'm long. talking Yeah, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. They know what you're talking right, about. Right. And and you know, switching gears, mm -hmm. let's talk about uh a couple of things because there's a lot of ways that you can get involved in what have you. Mm -hmm. How can the people out there in Radio Land all over the country, all over the world can get involved in the initiatives and plans of action that you're currently working on. And just to support the New Order National Human Rights Organization as a whole. First of all, you got to be dedicated. You got to be dependable. And first of all, you got to be focused. This yeah. is a, this is not a, a, a part of a a moment this is a full-time movement mm -hmm. we take this very serious you can contact new order at 1-800-346-5138 or you can send us a web uh email at n1992 order at yahoo.com and then again you can kind of um visit our website it's just the fact that everybody's not up for this work people done came and gone in new order only mm -hmm. did only the only strong ones will survive now, mm -hmm. I do understand that sometimes there's some issue that goes on within the organization. But I can tell you right now, we we, we stress-free, you know, because God has removed the ones that should not have been around anyway, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So we're just doing doing the work, you know. We might not be in places at a certain time. It's just the fact that I'd rather, you know, resolve stuff behind closed doors. Don't think about me, but my dad always tell me, and I I hope I'm not out of line saying this on your on your show. I can say that ain't no white man go boss me, ain't no black man. I'm sorry, ain't no white man go buy me, ain't no black person go boss me. 
period. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I stick that commitment because, you know, people will try to come in and change the agenda. Absolutely. And I will not let that happen to this organization. You know, things like that. So we're a very spiritual organization. Yes. I really want to thank the Nation of Islam for having my back for many years. Absolutely. They even got me in their wall of fame at the mosque on Camelton Road. And I was like, why me, Minister Sharif? He said, why not? Because you are here fighting for our people. Mm. And I was like, wow, I'm up on the wall with Muhammad Ali, all these famous people. Right. You know, things like that. So I just want to can't, you know, thank God for this. You know, this is way bigger. He could take all this away from me. You know, but I just thank God I keep him first, anything that we do. Absolutely. And that's what led you to, as far as the organization, mm-hmm. community and youth outreach, mm-hmm. economics, advocacy, right. leadership. Uh, you have local chapters across the nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many things that you have. Let's talk about the economics advocacy for okay. one second. Kind of deep dive into that. I always am believe in supporting our own. You know, because we can rally and protest all you want, but if we can affect America, this is America, not just Atlanta. If we can affect America, that we support our own and give back to our own community, they will listen in, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Boycotting and stuff like that. And we have the power to do it. It's just the fact, I don't know if we're we're doing enough. I think that we're depending on somebody else all the time. We can, you know, build our own... Um, social media outlets if we want to we can do a lot we can start our own football league if we wanted to basketball league if we wanted to but it's like we're scared I ain't saying separation is the answer but it might come down that so we can get our fair share Mm -hmm. you know reparations things like that so I believe in us working together you know but I do understand that uh, we don't even trust our own sometimes and I do understand you have to be careful but I just feel if we came together across this country economic-wise, mm-hmm. we'll be a more powerful race. Facts. And, you know, it, it's so interesting that you say that because it's an organization. It's not just you. You have a team of people yes. that yes. that help you yes. along the way, along yes. the journey. Yes. But there's one in particular mm-hmm. that I'd be remiss if I didn't mention mm-hmm. and – his spirit continues to run throughout the organization, Correct. and that's your chief of staff, Mr. John Drummond. Oh my God! Speak oh, on the level wow. of you work doing that your he's. Research, man. Speak. <laughs> you, you, that's what we do here wow, on the Morning you're doing Machine. Your John Drummond. Yeah. Wow. Speak. Speak about <coughs> how he has mm. continued to be an integral part as your right hand man, chief of staff, mm. in the fight. Basically upholding the mission that the organization has set out. Well, to John, do. John left us last time this year, and it was very painful because he was more than just being an organization. He was a, mm-hmm. a friend of mine. He was close to the family. Yeah, I met John um, um, back in about, about 15 years ago. He was um, coming from Dayton, Ohio, and we yeah. worked together. And I knocked, I actually touched him on his shoulder. He looked at him like, okay, who are you? And I explained to him what was going on. He was just changing his life at mm-hmm. the time. He was living this 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 wrong life, living this wrong life. He said, Joe, he said, bro, I don't know who you are, but I came to Georgia to to change my life because I was out in the streets. I was homeless, mm-hmm. doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. I said, I tell you what, I'd like to invite you to a meeting. And we mm-hmm. was be having our meetings at the Cobb County Library. Right, in right. Cobb County. So yeah. he came out, he ended up joining. You know, John was in the organization for like 15 years. And I'm going to tell you, um, the year before he passed, he said, Gerald, you know what? I picture New Order really going nationwide. I see us having chapters throughout the country. You're doing a lot of traveling. So his his prophecy that he came, that told me, came true. Mm-hmm. You know, but now he's not here um, to, to continue to go on the journey with us. But um, matter of fact, this Saturday mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock, we having a meet and greet your New Order family. Mm-hmm. The local people are getting together, and I'm going to do a special tribute to John Drummond. And I'm glad you said that to let him know the great work he did. He ran my whole legal department, mm-hmm. and he was a beast. If yeah. I'm wrong, he gets on me. So he didn't take sides for anyway. If there's like any problems yeah. going on, yeah. So I'm going to miss him. 
and I'm glad you mentioned his name. So we're going to um, give him a shout out on this Saturday, December 9th. We're going to be at the Golden Corral out on Lawrenceville Highway out in Decatur mm-hmm. to give our little um, encouragement words for Mr. John Drum because as many and I still got his cell number in my phone. You know, yeah. I still got him as a friend on Facebook. I still tag him like he's still with us because I know he's here in spirit. He might not of be course. here physically. He's in the room right he's now. He's saying, y'all keep doing y'all thing. Y'all keep helping the people out. And he's not here physically to, to see it. But John, was a, he was a good man, very he, good man. He may not be here to see it physically, mm-hmm. but the spirit rides within you Correct. to be able to make the moves that you are making Correct. to invoke the positive change in right. our community. Yes, he is. And he was instrumental yes, in that, is. very right. instrumental, even if it took holding you yourself accountable. And he did several times, yeah. several times. Because you said he was a beast. Yeah. So even with that, even with that accountability measure, it was the respect level that you guys have for each other Correct. that said, look, I'm in this, I'm in this with you till the end. Correct. And unfortunately it had to it's in in such such fashion. Right. However, it doesn't end because the spirit of the spirit that he embodied mm-hmm. made you the beast that you are as Can it I pertains give an to this organization. What happened, if you don't mind? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Go ahead. Uh, I my hometown People call us for help all the time in my hometown since me and my dad left. It's like there's no voice there. Mm. But there are people in Toledo is doing the work. So I got frustrated one time, and I posted something on Facebook. was very unprofessional. And I said that, you know, I'm kind of tired of um, where I'm coming from, getting all these calls from Toledo. Where are the local activists at? Right. And I was wrong. I have apologized since then. Mm-hmm. So they started attacking me on social media. Right. And John called me, said, John, you know, Gerald, you know you was wrong. We on a whole different level. You shouldn't have did that. Yeah. Like, he would check me because God has a major plan for us. You mm-hmm. should immediately set out a statement and apologize to the people you offended. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I did that. Yeah. And now I'm kind of cool with everybody in my hometown. Absolutely. You know, so it was wrong. It's just I was so frustrated. Like, man, I'm getting all these calls from my hometown, I'm like, okay, where are the local people? But they say that, you know, they are doing the work. I was like actually on the live broadcast mm-hmm. last week with Brother Washington Muhammad out of Toledo, Ohio. Right. I apologized again mm-hmm. on my actions because yes. we're more professional. We have bigger things we need to worry about. Absolutely. You know, so John immediately called me, say, Gerald, you need to you need to you need to send out a statement. So yeah. he was more like problem solving within mm-hmm. the organization. If you see something out of out of hand he would call the, 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 the members, you know, and things like that. So he was more like the uh, – he was my chief of staff. Absolutely. No one would never replace John Drummond. Absolutely. You know, so. And his legacy will continue, continue to correct. live on and in the work that you are continuing to do now. And speaking correct. of the work that you're continuing to do at this moment, um, what are the initiatives mm-hmm. specifically – um, and action plans that you are working on now as it pertains to all across the nation. I mean, if you got so many things going on, I know it's going to be a laundry list of things because I know this is a, a question right, that is, right. you know, kind of a broad scale. Mm-hmm. But if you would just want to tap into locally, fine. But just in general, the biggest initiatives and action well, plans. We, right now, we're still supporting uh, Mr. Pickett, the young man in, in Montgomery. I did receive a phone call. This week, everything still got to go through our legal department. Where, okay. Uh, two second graders raped another second grader inside the bathroom in Canton, Georgia, at a school. And the parents don't know that it happened. All they know that the police was called, but they don't have the facts. I'm like, excuse me? Are you serious? This can't be right because whoa, whoa, whoa. that's a, Yes, I'm not whoa, making this whoa. up. We haven't officially took the case because whoa. they have wow. to... They have 72 hours mm. to get the form back. But I did the, my legal, my other, chief of Steve Chavs now did give me a briefing on what happened, what's going on. Then we looked at, there's a case going on in Kansas where a white kid attacked a black girl, attacked her first, right. called her the N-word, and broke her nose. She ended up getting suspended. Nothing happened to him. How does that make sense? I have no idea. I have no There's idea. no way you can make sense of that. And it's caught on video. 
we really can't make sense yeah. of that. It's on video it's, too. Yes, I mean, oh it's, yes. my goodness. So we get odds and ends calls, you know. But the, at the end of the day, the paperwork do have to be approved. But we get calls all the time. It's just a fact. Some people will call us. They won't finish the process. If you know what I mean, mm, yeah, because gotcha. we do have attorneys can go throughout the United States to address this issue. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a call came in last night. We always getting stuff coming in, but you know, officially involved, we're not officially involved yet until the document is approved. Absolutely, and that was actually John Drummond's um, job is to call the client, find out what's going on, yeah. and get all the facts. Yeah, mm. but um. That's and that's where his legacy right remains strong oh, yes, there. Yes. Because he he would be on it like, yes. okay, what's going on? Okay, yes. this is what we're going to do Correct. and set it all set it all up, get Correct. it all in in line and in order mm-hmm. and then now we proceed with our side of there it. There you go. It, it, he basically so see that's that's there why I, I that's why it was important in this interview mm-hmm. to mention Mr. Drummond, because I know how important he is to your organization, because I'm seeing the memorial here, a beautiful memorial here. And if you want to see that memorial, once again, listeners, N-O-N-H-R-O dot org, N-O-N-H-R-O dot O-R-G. Click on the John S. Drummond Memorial. Mm-hmm. By the way, that brother was clean too. He Man. showed he 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 showed up and showed now, out. I, just, I saw that radio interview picture. I'm, I'm from Ohio, but I'm a Michigan fan. College football. I know you why. Why you like a Michigan? You from Ohio because my house is like the state line is maybe like 20 minutes from my hometown. Ah, yeah. So it's split. Either Michigan fan, Ohio State. We used to battle on that as well. Yeah, I got yeah. you. <laughs> see and see that it's it's that it's that brotherhood and camaraderie Correct. that really presents that divine alignment to get the initiatives mm-hmm. and action plans carried out for that positive change. Right, you got to right. have positive people in your circle in order to invoke That's positive true. change. That's if true. those positive people will believe in your mm-hmm. vision and you they'll be able to join on the journey with mm-hmm. you and say, look, we're going to do this. That's right. And That's right. you know, whatever I have to hold you accountable on, you're going to be held accountable, but I would like for you to do the same for me. You did the same for him that's as right. well. That's and right. so that's what builds it. And right. that is absolutely awesome. So that's why I said I would, I would have been remiss if I did not mm-hmm. give importance in wow. this interview wow. to speak on Mr. Drummond. Wow. And keep in mind, his spirit actually led me to do that. And really that was the first thing that I saw. I really and I that. knew that you would appreciate that yes, this morning. Yes, um, and, and it's a great day. He made it a great day right, for you right, uh, to have right, this interview. Right. So um, one other thing I mm-hmm. want to speak on is the real real talk with New Order wow. broadcast. Let's wow. talk about that. Uh, so speak on that particular okay. media broadcast podcast. Talk about that. Okay. Well, actually, I do have our own radio um, radio talk show, TV show. Matter of fact, my producer never say podcast. It's actually a TV show. Uh-huh. We have over 5 million listeners. We're live on Cluster TV and ATAO Radio. We're on the air for every second and fourth Saturday of the month. Okay. Uh, on my podcast, before I was on there, uh, I had Martin Luther King III on my show. I yeah. had Rashad Ritchie. Had several politicians on my show because they all know the organization. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I want to announce this on your airways. I'm very interested in bringing my platform to 102.6. The situation. Y'all heard that here first. Y'all hear? <laughs> he said that on the air, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and and so, hey, look. So I want be to. On the I want to continue to bring build my marketing department because we want to get the word out to many people as we can. So I, I am very loving this platform, and I will be kind of contacting the right person. Because we had talked already, mm-hmm. but I will be contacting the, the young lady. Matter of fact, yes. as soon as I get done with this show. Yay! <laughs> Look out for it! <laughs> anyway, so so l- listen, I know our time is getting getting to the end here. Ten minutes, ten minutes till the top of the hour mm-hmm. on the morning machine. A machine that makes your mornings move. And listen, we thank you for making the machine a part of your daily morning routine. And 
listen, this has been I, we we I already said this at the beginning, even before mm-hmm. off air. I said this was going to be a powerful conversation, right. and that it has. We had we we needed the whole hour for this conversation. Right. But the final question is this: Okay, every nonprofit organization is in need of certain assistance where needed, where need be, right? Correct. Correct. As it pertains to the New Order National Human Rights Organization, Mm -hmm. what kind of assistance does the organization need at this moment in time to continue the push along the journey to invoke the positive change that you're doing right now? Well, as far as bodies, actually, we okay. Because okay. I got some dedicated people. This is not a game. Of yeah, course, right. it takes money to run this. You Absolutely. Know, we can take a monetary donation, you know, and things like that because we are 501c3, you know. So um, basically right now, like every fifth Saturday each month, we go serve our people. Mm-hmm. We go to the heart of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of the community over there by um, – um, I can't think of it. I'm, I, I apologize, but we go over there every fifth Saturday, mm-hmm. and we're dedicated because we scheduled to be over there. I think the 30th of December. Gotcha. Um, um, right before the New Year. God, what's the name of that community? And I deeply apologize. This is where people don't like going to, but you know I ain't afraid of no one because again God got our back. Absolutely. You know because our people are suffering more than just on the holidays. If you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, they yeah, suffering every day. Yes. So um, we we plan to go over there, but I will give the information on my on my um, media social media platforms. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, we we're just doing great work, man. And like I said, it's not I, but we. I love my New Order family. I'm not perfect, but when it comes to the community, um, they know I'm about my business. Absolutely. Like that because it starts from the top, and everybody from the top on down is very important in New Order. Because my dad always tell me, he says, son. You make sure that everybody is treated equally. It does not matter what position you hold, but everybody need to be treated very, very important. And that's that's what we do. Absolutely. And interesting, you say that because you you do the, you handle the business of the community, mm-hmm. but you also stand on that business. Oh yeah, you know, we got some very brilliant people in this organization. I mean, God done brought some very smart people, like my vice president. He make us save a lot of money. He kind of keeps up with our website, our documentation, when we got to renew our 5013C every year. Uh-huh. You know, we don't have to go outside and pay money. Right. Everything is really in-house. You know, they pay mm-hmm. their monthly dues faithfully, you know, because, again, we got to pay for our 800 business line number, our right. website, our PO box. So we have bills. Right. In things, Just like know. any other business. Correct. Right? Yeah. But if someone um, outside of Georgia that need our services and need some help, then they calling us for legal help. Right. Um, this is where John is good at. He said, Gerald would be more affected if we come there in person and they will yeah. pay for the travel expenses. Mm. You know, because my work is, is very good in person. I could go to a strange community, but the same agenda. Same with you. They won't know me from up front and get the media involved because of our resume track record. You know, things like that. So I believe in that. But I'm just excited when we bring our talent to 102.6, the situation. Like LeBron said, he want to take his talent to South Beach. We're going to take our talent to 102.6, the situation. (laughs) Put that on the T-shirt, underdog. Let's go. (laughs) So listen. So listen, here we here we go. So here's a, there's a donate button under the get involved section mm-hmm. on the website that is n o n h r o dot o r g. Once again, n o n h r o dot o r g. There's a donate. You get you hover over get involved, and then there's the donate link right there mm-hmm. where you can give in more ways than one wire money order all of that there's a di- plenty of different ways right, right there so you could even if you want to shorten it up and go directly to the page nonhro.org slash donate mm-hmm. all right so you definitely want to make sure that you are supporting an organization that is doing right by the community let me say one more thing and i'm, I'm, I'm yes sir no no go 
Uh, you remember they took out Black History Month, Black History out of the public schools here in Georgia? Yes. Was you aware of that? I'm going to tell you what we did. We took that in our own hands. What we did every third Saturday, we're going to get back on this. We took the kids to the Apex Museum on Arbon Avenue. We went right, in right. and uh, went over there, took kids over there, and showed them the real history, where we came from as a people. Besides what the schools is not really telling the real black history anyway. So we went over there and gave them a presentation. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, we asked them what did they learn. And the director uh, was in on this. So we did mm-hmm. that among ourselves. Okay, if y'all not going to do it, we're going to take your own kids, you know, to the Auburn Avenue. Avenue. That's being re- that's being proactive instead of right. being reactive. Yeah. Let's, let's just sit back just and say, wait. right. Right. And our goal was because we're doing all this killing among yourself, we feel we kind of take Tell our kids we are kings and queens and where we came from, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. We're not these thugs and all this type of stuff, wearing your pants, hanging like that. We're some very smart, brilliant people. Absolutely. So we went there with that message, you know, and a lot of kids really love to enjoy it. So we're going to get that program back up and running, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. So it, it can be done. You can never say never or you're wasting your time. Mm. You know, stuff can't change overnight, but at least – you got to do your part. Don't just show up after the fact that someone got killed. Let's try to get to the root of the problem and come up with programs to prevent what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, what what a powerful conversation. <laughs> we we're going to have to do a part 2 of this. Oh, you can. go you we definitely can. go ahead to come There's back. Always but no then again, but then again, if you're already bringing your platform ah. 1.6, <laughs> I might have to you, you, you ain't going to talk about it. I can't, I, okay. I can't say too much on okay. the air. But what I will say is this. This has been a very, very powerful conversation. And I hope that he has said something that has resonated with you today to really be able to get out in the community, find out what's going on with the New Order National Human Rights Organization, mm-hmm. find out the work that they have done, and be able to put the words that you're speaking of in your head and the thoughts that you have in your mind to invoke the positive change to action by donating, getting involved, listening to real talk with new order, you know, going through the history Mm -hmm. and doing your own research. Mm -hmm. It's going to help go ahead and get yourself involved once again, website n o n h r o dot o r g, n o n h r o dot o r g. One more time for the people: n o n h r o dot o r g. New Order National Human Rights Organization. And Mr. Gerald, is is there any way that any all of our listeners can find you on social media platforms. Yes. Talk yes. about that. They um, they can find me under my personal page, which is Gerald Emerson Rose. We have a page called New Order National Human Rights Organization. We have a youth page. You know, we have also, I am on um, Instagram as well, under N-O-N-H-R-O. Um, I don't give out my personal cell phone numbers no more. Them days are way over because everybody does not agree what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, if you get with because you do get some funny calls sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. But my last statement: this is a message to our young people, and I take this very serious. I'm asking all young people to put down the pistols, pick up the pencils, because another victim dies, another mother cries, and that's a message to our young people. Mmm, mmm. That's a that's that's a po- see see that the power in that statement right there, mm-hmm. and this is why. See, this this is where you have the power in that statement. Mm-hmm. It resonates. See, <laughs> I, you left me speechless. I don't even know how to f- follow that one. But I will say this. This is why organizations such as New Order National Human Rights Organization mm-hmm. Get resolutions from right. House of Representatives. Yes, we and did all of back that. in the early 2000s. Yes, exactly, and right. that had to be a phenomenal oh, feeling. Oh my god! You know, oh my god! But that also, when you get resolutions like that, mm-hmm. that means you're providing resolutions for communities everywhere. Correct. And Correct. that is where you know you've put in the work the to work. be recognized in that particular fashion. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that. That's right. That's and I'm right. sure the it was an overwhelming feeling to 
have a resolution in your honor Mm -hmm. regarding the work that you have done for not just the local community, but communities all over the country and making the change happen. Change doesn't happen without action of all items, right? right? That's true. We have received several awards, but, you know, I don't really get off on the awards. It's all about getting, you know, getting down with my people. That's the main thing because people's going to recognize your work. That's going to come if you're doing the real work. But I can say that we have received several awards, but the main award that we want to receive is to save our youth. Mm. That's the main thing. That's what we got to do. With that, that's how you close the interview right there. (laughs) Woo! Man. (laughs) Now that is what I'm talking about. And Mr. Rose, Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being on the Morning Machine no this morning. You'll be back. Okay. You no you'll problem. be back in several capacities <laughs> that we're not going to speak on, but right. you he did let that be known on the air, <laughs> so y'all did hear it first on the Morning Machine. Right. By the way, but thank you so much for being okay. on and having this powerful conversation with okay. me. An honor and a privilege privilege it is to have you here with us. No problem. And Anytime. we appreciate it. Anytime. Absolutely.